Welcome to the Player Development Pod, presented by Beyond the Field. Yeah, Coach, um, I know I'm interviewing for this role, but do I have the opportunity to grow a staff? Do I have the opportunity to hire, to develop, to empower people and create a player development staff? Okay, we go see. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Ed Jones II. I'm the host of this podcast, The Player Development Pod, and this is the 96th episode. 96, let's go. I wish I could say I had 96 tackles in my career in one season. Eh, that didn't happen. But anyway, so we are tackling the 96th episode of The Player Development Pod. I am also the founder of Beyond the Field Player Development, where we help you uh, in your path to player development by creating impactful player development professionals and programs. All right, so let's talk about it. Today, we're talking about the ideal player development staff, my ideal player development staff, what it would look like. Um, last week, I talked about salaries, and you heard me talk a couple times in there about getting my salary cut to hire someone. In the player development role, my six years in a role, the three universities, the four head coaches I worked for, I did not have an opportunity to have a staff. I was always by myself. I did have interns. Uh, you know, shout out to those interns who helped me in the role. Uh, most significantly, most significantly, Lauren Hawkins, who was some of our people on staff thought she was full time. I was like, y'all, she's a student. We need to we need to pay her. Uh, but I never had a full time employee in the role. And so sometimes when I have this conversation with player development professionals or coaches or administrators, they would say, so what what would you have wanted? What would have been the ideal player development staff for you? So in today's episode, we're going to break down that ideal staff that I would have wanted in the role. All right. But before we do that, you're watching this, you're thinking about player development. Maybe you say, hey, this guy, I like this guy. I would love to be on the staff, but I know I would love to have the opportunity to be on the staff, but I don't know anything about player development. Well, I have a self-paced course that you can take to help you create a player development outline and learn more about player development. It is called the Guide to Player Development. And it is in the show notes there. Uh, one of the testimonials I got from someone who took the course was they said they love the opportunity to slow it down, go back, grab all the content from the engaging videos, and they were able to create an outline to begin programming. That's what I want for all of you all watching. So if you're interested in that, that's what you want. Please click, click the link in the show notes and start the course. All right. So let's talk about it. Okay. Once again, never work with a staff. So I'm going to talk about outline about who I want, you know, what they would do. I'm not going to give roles and responsibilities, um, but I'll give you an overview. So I will want two other full time employees. And the way it would work is I would lead the department and then it would break down. So if we're doing a pyramid, I'm leading the department. And then on the side of that, I would have someone who is dedicated to our community impact and someone who is dedicated to our career development. Now, if you know anything about the Beyond the Field program, which I've created, I have three pillars. Those pillars are personal wellness, community impact, and career development. So in that model, I would continue to hold on to or leave the personal or be responsible for the personal wellness aspect of the program. And then the two uh, full-time employees, someone will have community, someone will have career development. I would oversee it, but that is their baby. Now, the next position would be one GA. So if we're going here there one GA and I, the GA would be responsible for all the logistics operation operational stuff. 
but most specifically the alumni engagement, our former player engagement. So that GA would be every day I'm talking, they're meeting with me, we're going to meet, me and the GA will meet very frequently, and we're going to talk about alumni. What are our alumni doing? Is there something we could do this game? Is, you know, is there something going around the city or in another state that are, how can we highlight someone? But they're doing all the logistics from, you know, myself and the two full-time employees and the things that they have to do and the operations there, but they are really, really geared towards alumni. So once again, personal wellness, I'm handling that. You got community impact over here, career development over here. And then you have alumni engagement there. And then I would want two paid interns. So these paid interns are really there to support the GA. Once again, with logistics, one of the interns helps with logistics. The other intern helps with the operations of player development. And so those interns would help. They would help the GA. They would help the full-time employees. They're, they're really your utility player at that time. Y'all kind of know if you've been in an internship, you know what it's like. You want to be a jack of all trades. Um, but we're, we want to develop these uh, interns, give them projects, give them certain things that will help aid um, those in full time. One thing I did with my interns is I always kept them six months ahead. You start six months ahead. Uh, one thing I did with Lauren Hawkins, she did an incredible job with this. Unfortunately, COVID nicked it in the bud. But Lauren, I was like, Lauren, we're going to do a football only career fair. And then we're going to do a football only, uh, you know, Kansas City tour. Can you get ahead? And Lauren, I gave her six months. Lauren was done with that in like six weeks. And she had already marked everything out. And it was good for me because it's like, we got to handle this stuff here. When we get here, you know, you would have been six months ahead and you're getting all that stuff. And now you're leading the meeting telling us what we need to do to help you to get it done. And so that was something that uh, that I did with Lauren and she just, she crushed it. Now, uh, you're listening to this podcast. You may have some questions about player development. You may say, man, what are some tips and some questions that I would love to learn more? I have playlists for you. The playlists are here on YouTube. So if you're listening in your car, if you're listening while you're walking, working out, cooking, whatever it may be, or if you're watching on YouTube, you may not know that I have a questions of player development playlist and a tips of player development playlist. They are there for you. Check them out. Um, and yeah, I got a lot of information there for you. I'm an open book. Uh, so check those out to get more resources about player development. Now, that would be the player development department. So you got... Once again, me leading, I have two full-time ones, community impact, one's career development. We got a GA that is handling alumni. We got two interns that are logistics operations helping the GA, but also doing things and being ahead of the game. That is our department. Now, there is external help and support that you need. And two of the biggest areas that, and one of them may be overlooked, and but the two biggest areas I would want to support the uh, player development department that I would lead or a player development team I would lead is one would be creative, the creative team. They are overlooked. I talked about this right here. You can check out this tip of the week, uh, collaborating with your creative team. But what they can do to provide value for the department and highlight what's being done is understated. It is, I mean, it is, it is, it is monumental what they can do. And so, I, yeah, of course, in a, in an ideal world, so I'm talking about ideal, I want to hire somebody to do it, but most likely they're not going to have that much stuff to do in player development during the season, things like that. And so they would share other responsibilities. But having that, talking to whoever is leading the creative team and say, hey, can we kind of, you know, what can we do? We're doing this, whatever it may be. But having that external support, I would call it, from the creative team. And then having external support uh, from uh, mental health services or any services dealing with mental health, mental performance, where our players can, you know, have an outlet. So they're coming to us and they're talking to us because they have relationships. We have that external support to lead them to the professionals that can help them in a deeper way than we can through conversation and actually have a game plan to help them where they are. So, you know, 
once again, uh, <laughs> I never had opportunity to um, work with the staff, and that's fine. I made it happen, and shout out to everybody I was able to help. And that's one thing I talked to people in my cohort uh, who attended cohort one and cohort two. Shout out to you all. We talked about creating an external checklist of people to help you in the world, to support you if you're doing it by yourself. Um, but uh, made it happen, and I just always wanted to share it. People would be like, so what? I remember one person was like, so what would be your ideal staff? And I wrote it down, and I was actually going through some old notes, and I was like, let me put it on a podcast. So that would be my ideal staff for player development. Now, you heard me talk earlier. You heard me say two things. You heard me say that this is the 96, 96, yes, uh, episode of the player development pod. You also heard me talk about tips. For the 100th episode coming up here in four weeks, we're going to celebrate, celebrate, uh, just how you supported player development, what we've been able to do collaboratively. Um, and I'm going to give 100 tips of player development. We're going to go live. I'm going to give 100 tips and we are going to roll. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. And that 100 tips uh, episode is sponsored by. Forget who's sponsoring. Okay. Oh, I didn't forget. It currently is not sponsored by anyone, but if you're interested in engaging people in the athlete uh, development space, people who work in sports, um, you need to sponsor this. Hit me up, info at btfprogram.com, and let's make it happen. Well, that's it for today. That's today's episode. I talked about ideal player development staff. Hey, I got it out there. Maybe I'll get back into player development. You never know. <laughs> but to put it out there, um, I want to make sure that uh, you can have that. Maybe this could be a resource for you. If you have any questions, reach out to me. There's information in the show notes. But since we're talking about player development and me being a role, I can definitely tell you I wasn't ready for having a staff when I first started. So check out this video about my first day in player development. Go out and create generational impact. Don't wait. Create that generational impact today.